0: In continuing our exploration of this practice, (coughs) this uh, very conscious turning towards our heart's capacity for kindness, for opening, we've begun where perhaps it's more easy or available, though not necessarily without its challenges to practice loving-kindness, to cultivate metta for ourselves and for those we're close to and care for. And we've also touched a little, not so specifically, but just on including people who we're not particularly aware of or in connection with, that might just be around us, for instance, our companions or people we pass in that corridor or encounter outside. That sense of just allowing the field of loving-kindness to open up. And in the in the practice, the vision is really to include all beings, including those who we find difficult or challenging, those who may have caused us harm or pain in the past or who may continue to feel difficult for us or threatening to us in the present or the future. And so there's a kind of a in an establishing and working with the, the territory. Establishing a certain ground of connection with loving kindness that we've been engaged in through this weekend that is a support for working in the places that are more difficult for us. And this is really the territory of this morning to turn, as some of you have already done and certainly many of you have already asked about, to how does this work or what's possible for us with people who are more difficult or challenging and there's two elements to this, some of which I spoke about last night. is there's being able to see and understand that the people who may have caused us harm, that although their actions may have been unskillful or motivated by unwholesome intentions, that nonetheless they probably too wish for happiness and in all likelihood were attempting to take care of themselves or what they cared about in some way in their actions, and that we see that this is true for ourselves and we've caused harm to others. So there's this kind of process of understanding ourselves and each other, understanding that, as in the story with the puppy last night, that harm that is caused comes out of pain that is felt. And there's a very clear relationship. And when we see that pain more clearly, our response is very different to that person who's causing harm. Of course, we do wish and we do need to say no or stop. But opening our heart to someone who has harmed us in the past and who may have the capacity to hurt us in the future does not mean that we are somehow simply allowing or inviting them to hurt us again. It's actually an expression of our own willingness. <coughs> to free our heart from the hurt of and the contraction of anger or of fear and the way in which when we carry that in our heart in an attempt to protect ourselves, in fact, it does not. Our fear and our anger, in fact, causes us great pain and sometimes, in fact, can be a contribution to or pre- precipitating in some way other people's reactions to us. Not that that means that it's our fault, but sometimes that's how it happens. And that finding our way back to a place of kindness, inwardly and outwardly, is is actually something we yearn for deeply in our hearts, I think, whether we know that or not. Because there's something true about that love for us and that wish to embrace even those that are difficult. And it's particularly poignant because for many of us, the places where it's most difficult are with people who we may also feel a lot of fondness for and love. Some of what we could call our enemies are people who we have no relationship to apart from the horrible things that they did or may have done. An enemy is the, the classic term for the, the really difficult person. I tend to find thinking about difficult people is better. Enemies are a little more polarizing. But more often for most of us actually the people who we find or have experienced really difficult or painful things in relationship to their actions, there are also people who we have connection to, sometimes deep connection. And so it's important for us to free our hearts in that territory. And so this brings us to the realm of forgiveness. Understanding how it is that harm and harmful behaviours come to be leads us to reflect on the importance and the possibility of forgiveness. (coughs) To free our hearts from the shadow of the past. This is something we can skillfully undertake. And so this morning we'll begin with some forgiveness meditation which I'll guide you in. And I speak about as we, get. and then we'll move into doing some loving kindness practice for someone you find difficult, which doesn't have to be the most difficult person in your life. In fact, it's wise not to begin there. But I'll say a bit more about that when we get there. I'm just wanting to reassure you that this only needs to move at such pace as feels okay for you. But initially, just taking a moment to reflect on what forgiveness might mean for you. To be able to forgive another or others. And what it might mean for you to be forgiven by others. Forgiven by yourself. Because it's important to begin this practice from a place of humility. Understanding that I and that we all have caused harm at times. Often unintentionally, sometimes deliberately. Deliberately. Inevitably, in some way, attempting to protect ourselves or further our own well-being. And yet, when we reflect upon this, perhaps we feel some remorse or sorrow. Perhaps we wish for forgiveness. And so we begin the forgiveness practice by asking for forgiveness. And I'll offer you a phrase, with, just as with the meta phrases, just repeat it to yourself. After or, or as I offer it to you. And just see what happens. Just allow yourself to feel the experience, if anything. And it may or may not be that it touches you, but don't worry. See if you can come into a or connect with an intentionality of asking for forgiveness. And so again, just settling into your body, feeling the ground beneath you, the uprightness of your torso, neck and head, taking a breath or two, allowing your body to relax and again bringing the attention into the region of the centre of your chest, breathing through the heart centre, breathing with your heart. And so this practice of forgiveness, we begin by asking for forgiveness. The phrase is this, from all those beings whom I have harmed, intentionally or unintentionally, I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me. And again, just allowing whatever comes. You may have some feeling response or maybe not. That's okay. But just seeing if you can connect with an intention to ask forgiveness. And again, from all those beings whom I have harmed, intentionally or unintentionally, I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me. And I'll post these phrases later so you'll be able to write them down if you wish. You don't have to memorize them. There may be memories or images that arise for you. And there may not. But if there are, just make space for that. And if there aren't, let that be okay too. And it may be that there's someone or group or persons who specifically come to mind. And just allow them to be there within this practice as you, for the third and last time, we again ask forgiveness. From all those beings whom I have harmed, intentionally or unintentionally, I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me. And just letting yourself breathe with that intention, very powerful, sometimes challenging, to really allow ourselves to feel our wish for forgiveness. And to ask for that, to be open to that. And having asked for forgiveness, we're then in a, a good place to contemplate the capacity to, or our maybe aspiration, or the possibility for us of offering forgiveness. Understanding what it might be for ourselves to be forgiven. We can see how important it is also to forgive, to free ourselves and each other, and in fact, this world from the the ongoing cycles of anger, of hatred, of reactivity, of pain and fear that go with it. And so, seeing what's possible for you without demanding that you succeed at this, but just making the intention to see what's possible. And I'll offer you the phrase asking for forgiveness from others. Just repeating it again inside. Seeing if you can connect with what that would mean for you. To all those beings who have harmed me. Intentionally or unintentionally. I offer you forgiveness. I forgive you as much as I'm able. And just letting those, that intention, those phrases resonate, if they do, just as they do. And again, to all those beings who have harmed me, Intentionally or unintentionally. I offer you forgiveness. I forgive you as much as I'm able. And you may notice feelings, emotional responses, or not. Maybe images or memories. Or maybe not. It's fine. It's okay. And again a third time. So orienting the heart towards this possibility of forgiveness. To all those beings who have harmed me. Or those and people and things I care about. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, I offer you forgiveness. I forgive you as much as I am able. And again, just allowing yourself to breathe with this intention. And if there's any way in which it impacts you, just allowing that to be okay, so far as you can. And now, turning to the possibility of self-forgiveness. What it would mean for you to truly forgive yourself. And to really just invite that possibility into your heart. And this practice supporting that intention that wish, that possibility. And so the phrase of self-forgiveness. For all those things that I have done, which have harmed others or myself, intentionally or unintentionally, I offer myself forgiveness. I forgive myself. And being really gentle here with yourself if this touches tender places. And equally gentle with you, with yourself, if it doesn't seem to touch you at all. And anything in between. But coming back again to this wish, this intention for self-forgiveness. For all those things that I have done which have harmed others or myself, Intentionally or unintentionally, I offer myself forgiveness. I forgive myself. And again, there may be images, memories, there might be specific events or situations that you recall. Or people who come to mind here. Or things that happened. And really kindly receiving whatever's here in your heart at this time. Without expecting or demanding that something should be here. If that's not the case. And one more time, again. Again orienting and inviting our heart into this possibility of self-forgiveness. For all those things that I have done, which have harmed others or myself, intentionally or unintentionally, I offer myself forgiveness. I forgive myself as much as I am able. I truly, deeply forgive myself Right here and now. And again, just letting the words softly land, just as they do. Letting the intention touch you, just as it does. And taking a few moments to, again, just feel the breathing moving through your heart. That movement of sensation of life, of breath in the heart center. And just taking a moment, if you wish, to extend a little loving kindness towards yourself or appreciation for engaging in this practice and with this intention that's so powerful, so important, and yet at times so challenging. To ask forgiveness from others. To offer forgiveness to others. And to offer forgiveness to oneself. So important that we do this in life. It doesn't mean we can make it happen, but we can gently guide our heart towards this possibility and allow it to deepen within us quite naturally and organically as it does. And so, wishing well for yourself here for a few moments of just appreciation and kindness to oneself. Understanding that this is for one's well-being and for that of the world. Do we practice in this way? And having practiced this forgiveness meditation, we can then turn our heart and our attention towards the possibility of forgiveness and the possibility of extending loving-kindness to someone we find difficult. And I'd really encourage you to go gently here, to not be coming from an idea of what you think you should do, or what you must do. But just seeing where there might be in your life someone who it feels maybe important for you to open your heart again in relationship to. Whether for your relationship with this person that may be ongoing or simply because for the well-being of your own heart it's important to release the the contraction and the boundary of anger, of rejection, of judgment, of hatred. And if you're doing this the first time, don't begin with someone who's the most difficult person in your life or who has hurt you the most deeply. Start with someone who's just a bit irritating and annoying. Or difficult, but not too difficult. And then you can work your way along. But in this it's important in bringing this person to mind just to contemplate them a little bit. We might know something about them, maybe a lot, maybe not so much. But we can know that they wish for happiness just as we do. Because all beings do. And we can know that this person, if we just contemplate them, they were once a tiny baby, as were we. Helpless harmless, vulnerable. And just as we might wish for ourselves, if we'd met ourselves as a little baby, we might have wished well-being. If we'd encountered this person as a tiny baby, we might also have wished them well-being, quite naturally. And this difficult person, just as ourselves, will one day be elderly, old, perhaps ill, near to death, soon to pass from this life, again helpless, harmless, vulnerable. And just as we would wish well for ourselves in those last days or hours or moments of our life, might we not also wish for this person well-being and safety in that journey and the ending of this life that will also be their story as it is ours. And so may it not be possible that we could extend loving kindness to them at this point in their life where they are between birth and death. Or maybe if it's somebody who's already dead that we don't know in what state they are but we might nonetheless wish to forgive them and to open our hearts with loving kindness towards them for our own well-being. And in that, being really clear that this doesn't mean surrendering our capacity and our responsibility to protect ourselves and others. So we might want to imagine this difficult person in a situation where we feel really safe. if there's been some ongoing harm or ongoing unskillful behavior, we might not feel comfortable to open to this person. One of my teachers, she said there was a person for her she could only practice loving kindness for them if she imagined them tied to a chair. Kind of interesting. It's not saying we're going to go and tie someone to a chair. But just that sense of, okay, they're not going to hurt me. It's safe. And they aren't going to hurt you here. In this territory, we can see what's possible for us. But be gentle with yourself to not demand any outcomes. And so bringing this person into your mind, and to the degree it feels okay for you, find a safe distance to place them at. And take a few moments to sense what it's like if you were to wish them well. Even if you don't feel it for them. Even if you still feel quite clearly and strongly animosity, anger, even hatred, rage. It's okay. Or just irritation, annoyance. Or maybe numbness is what we feel. It's okay. And just see what it's like to wish them what we have wished for ourselves. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and well. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you live with ease and joy. Going slowly and gently in this territory. You may notice your mind saying, no, I don't want them to be happy, I want them to suffer. It's okay. That's sometimes what comes up for us. We might notice ourselves remembering them in the action that hurt us. And although that's natural and understandable, see if we can remember something else about them. For someone that comes to me, the first thing that comes is the image of this person shouting at me in real anger and rage. And I actually just try and remember that I've also had the contact with this person where they smiled quite sweetly. And if I remember that image, it's much more helpful. So just seeing what's possible for you. Maybe remembering sometimes something you know about this person's vulnerability. Or just that we can even remember that their actions causing harm to us or to others will also have caused them suffering because this is the nature of action. Just as our own actions that cause suffering to others also cause suffering to ourselves, it is equally true for them. And so seeing again if we can turn to wishing well for this difficult person, Just holding them in your heart, for or nearby if not in your heart. Whatever feels right for you. And taking a few minutes now to wish well for this difficult person that you've chosen. And if it's too difficult, you can take a little time to then offer loving kindness to yourself. That's what's needed when it becomes too difficult for us. So you're very welcome to come back to yourself if you need. But for now, this intention to wish well for someone you find not easy or difficult. Extending loving kindness towards this difficult person that you've chosen. Continuing to see what's possible for you without demanding of yourself more than that. giving yourself permission if you need in any way to adjust your body to gently move or stretch, (coughs) to be relatively at ease, just these last few minutes, continuing in the practice, kindly, gently wishing well for this difficult person that you've chosen and if it feels like that's enough for now it's really fine to go with that and just turn again to wishing loving kindness for someone where you find it more easy and available yourself or another And as we come towards the end of the sitting now, just completing the phrases that you're offering to whoever you're offering them. And when you've done so, without rushing, bringing your attention again into your body more fully, into the region of your heart, the center of your chest making contact with your body, breathing through this area. And just taking a moment again to appreciate the goodness of this practice that you're engaged in. To open one's heart to those who we find difficult. Such a gift to this world. There's a saying that goes the most sacred place on earth is that place where an ancient hatred has been transformed into love and in this work we really can find that sacredness in our hearts that capacity, that sacred and beautiful capacity to forgive to open again with loving-kindness and at the same time to absolutely allow for our limitations in that regard, to forgive ourselves for the fact that we can't do this all at once and it takes time, but that's okay. And that's just how it is for us human beings and so wishing well for yourself here extending kindness towards your own heart and being in appreciation of the goodness of your practice may we all be happy and peaceful may we all Be healthy and well. May we all be free from pain and suffering. May we all live with ease and joy. And may we all deepen in loving kindness for ourselves and each other, for all beings.